Hey, sports fans, this is Rich Eisen reminding you to catch the Rich Eisen Show every weekday from 12 to 3 on ESPN Lafayette. Now, back to more of the Great Scott Show with Scott Prather. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show on a Friday. My eyes do not deceive me. They don't. Norman Locke is here in the flesh. <laughs> Look at this dude. Into a new decade of... Now, now when you fill out those little charts in terms of, like, age demo, you're in a whole new bracket now. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I've been rolling with I'm not 30 yet. I'm 28 because COVID happened, so I'm, I sat in the refrigerator for two years, so I'm still good. It's still good. 30's all right. I'm still 30's all right, man. Ain't nothing wrong with 30. Yeah, I, I feel Witchy, a little Wait till you get to the next bracket, though. <laughs> 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 that, one's, that one does. That one's like, all right. I'm not even kidding. I'm like. Hit 40, I'm like, oh, I'm all right. And then, oh, dang, man. <laughs> Scale's starting to feel different. Food's starting to impact me different. Blood sugar levels are a little harder to control. See, I know I, st- I was starting to get old when I when my, my likingness for just plain T-shirts started growing. Like, I don't need any designs anymore. Plain right? T-shirts. Yeah, I don't need any designs. I don't need any any. Anything crazy? I don't need no words on. Just give me like a, just a you know a navy blue just shirt. Gotcha. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Just a navy blue shirt. Put on some jeans and you know, I'm, I'm comfortable. Okay, that's good to see you, man. How you doing? So you're you're ESPNU in Charlotte? Yes, I will be working for the ESPN Next program, uh, based in Charlotte. So that program can send you to. Orlando, Charlotte, um, Austin, New York, California. Um, I'm just happy to be in Charlotte just because it's college football based, you know, so big in the SEC. So, uh, you know, I think I'll be able to to get to some of the primetime games. You know, you're three hours away from Atlanta. Uh, Georgia just won the national championship. Clemson's in town in South Carolina. A lot of barbecue. uh, I'm not eating barbecue. (laughs) There's a lot of barbecues. There's a lot of barbecues. There's a lot of barbecue. But I don't, I don't, I don't. What's the what is the what is the cuisine there you like? Uh, I'll say the seafood. I'll say the seafood, but it's, it's different. Dude, a few years ago you came back from there. You're like, man, they tried to give me seafood. It was awful. Yeah, it was, that's why I say it's different. I've grown to to start eating. You know, I was always scared to eat the entire baked fish with the head on it. Like when they leave the eyeball yeah, I, in I don't it. Like that. Yeah, no, but I they had that at like some fancy restaurants. Too, I had a red time. snapper, and it was yeah. cool. it was really good. I, li- I, I like it, but don't leave the head on there. Yeah, see, and that's what I'm, that's why I say it's different. Hey, if, you, it's... if you were eating like a chicken sandwich, and they just had the head on the side, <laughs> like you have to eat the head. 
Would you eat it? No. Of course not. If you were eating grilled chicken and they had like the chicken tail or like the head, you'd be like, yeah, it was just there just looking at you. You'd be like, what the what is wrong with you? No, yeah, I wouldn't do it. You don't want the head of a cow and you're eating a steak next to you? Look at it. That's that's my thing. People are like, oh, get over it, Scott. It's just a fish. I'm like, I don't want the the head was there before. I'm like, I know. See, now, but I don't want to see it looking at me. What I was told is the most tender meat of the fish is in the cheek of the head. Cool. They, you, you can have it. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I guess or this is fancy. remove the meat from it gently and leave it on my plate so I don't know. <laughs> I don't have to think about it being the head. Yeah. Like when, you're eating a, when you're eating a hot dog, you're not thinking, man, this, is, huh, this could have been right next. This might be part of a pig's anus. <laughs> you're that's, not. That's I don't need a reminder of what I'm eating and call me a wuss. I don't care. I, I, don't, and I, I, don't, I, I don't mess with that. I agree. But you know, when in Rome, yeah, you know, to do what the Romans do. I can't get a, I can't get a catfish po' boy out there. It's gonna give me some hoagie bread, and I don't know what type of catfish they got, but it, it don't fry apparently the they same. Don't have, apparently, they don't have catfish. They don't got no channel cat. I need a channel catfish out the Chafalaya. ESPN or the Mississippi Delta, <laughs> something the, uh, yeah, from the Gulf of the of the of give the it. Mississippi. I need it. Um, Norman is here, so bet online. Dot AG put out a little graphic that, that I, it made me think of you. Okay. And they, they gathered a bunch of Twitter data, um, bet online AG did. And basically it was like, let's get all these tweets and see which fan bases in the NFL are tweeting we're the best or it's Super Bowl season or which ones are tweeting mixed, right? Some are excited, some are worried, and which ones are just like, oh, this is mainly negative. Just, they're checking the temperature. Right, right. Now, granted, this is Twitter, but it's also a large portion of Twitter, okay. not just your timeline, which you love to claim is, scientifically is all Saints my, my fans, apparently. Scientifically. A couple of them bite into your hook. Um, Number one, surprisingly, I'll be honest, I, I just assume it's going to be the Cowboys every year. And I, I say that because Cowboys fans every year say we're go- we're going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to win the Super Bowl. So I expect them to be number one every year, and they weren't. They weren't. Any ideas who number one is? I feel like it'd be like great any- fan, great fan base. I feel like it'd be like Eagles fans. No, no, oh no. I mean, surprisingly, I would expect the Eagles to be low because they're always like. Screw this! You're awful. Blah blah blah. Yeah, they always got they got high hopes. And but the, low, yeah, you're man. right. This is preseason. They should be high on the list. They're I think they're in the top ten, but okay. they're number one on the list is the Bills. Okay, I get the fan base by like a lot. Uh, yeah, no, they feeling themselves right now. Of the, uh, I agree with their findings on Twitter. Okay, because Bills Mafia, they they all in right now. <laughs> like if you you talk to a, a long time Bills fan. They feeling themselves right now. As they and I'm like, wait. Last, last year was their best opportunity. The best it. opportunity. They and blew I, it. They blew it. And I'm they like, blew it. You know, their schedule you, last year was not. When you look back at their schedule, you're like, yeah, they won these games. Like it. I think. I like the Bills. I think they're one of the better teams, but I think it's going to be harder for them this year. There's a bigger target on their back. It's going to be tough. Now, I, I, I am saying I'm, I am equally high on the Bills this year as I was last year. Um, I do, you know, predict them to be one of the top four teams in the AFC. I do think they're going to be that good. 
But for, for Bills fans to be jumping out the window, you know what I'm saying? Just talking all this smack talking other fans. Like, come on. At the top. Y'all lost top. multiple consecutive Super Bowls. You got to remember this. So y'all got to be cool. You got to be cool. You know what I'm saying? It's so you it's it's anyone that that quotes a team's tweet with a positive outlook or something. That's how they divided all of this stuff. That's a lot of man. So it's not just some bot that's like go Bills, you know. <laughs> um the Rams were second. Now it's a smaller sample size cuz they don't have very many fans. Yeah, no. It's it's just like the Cowboys the Cowboys were third. I'm upset with the Cowboys are getting to win the Super to, Bowl. We need, we need to get some more tweets out there, fellas. How about them Cowboys? We need Cowboy Nation. Let's Every ride. Every single year. Every single year. Well. Every if, single year. I'm saying, I mean, if since the inception of the NFL, we were right five times. It's pretty since good. the inception of the NFL. <laughs> it's pretty been good. been a while. It's, it's been pretty, a minute. Pretty good. been a minute. Um, Chiefs fourth, Bengals fifth. Bucks sixth, Titans seventh, Raiders eighth, Eagles ninth, and the Chargers are tenth on the list. I'm gonna say Bucks fans gotta gotta stop too. They gotta stop too. Like Bucks fans, I know y'all got Tom Brady. I know y'all right. You you right. You was riding high. You ride pretty high. But but come on, Bucks fans. Like only thing my thing is like be consistent, Scott. Like you know I'm consistent. I'm going to say the Cowboys are going to win Super Bowl yearly. You're going to say ridiculous stuff all the time. You're right. Yearly. <laughs> You're right. Annually. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you got to be consistent. Where I don't like, you know, like Titans fans. Why are you top 10? What are y'all talking about? What are y'all talking about? Uh, who knows? You got to be consistent. That's, is- not, that's my only thing. It's like I need consistent trust. That's why, you know, that's the one thing I can, I like about Saints fans. You know, they consistently have hope. You know what I'm saying? The, command, the commanders were last on this list. As they should. What's it like? Uh, the, man, even to see their fan base hate their fan base and their coaches and their GM I mean, they, and they, their owner. I, 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 yeah, when when your owner's Dan Snyder, it really does just feel hopeless. They hate their quarterback situation. It really does feel hopeless. Did you see the reporter grill? Oh, Carson dude. Wentz, like they hate the the, the media hates their own quarterback. The reporter, like, the reporter didn't he? He just sat down with them and right out of the gate, real was, talk, you're not doing but, well. But he didn't. He didn't. He just was very. I, I you got to kind of lead him into it. You start bad. with like, man, what are some good things? You know, there've been reports that they've been struggling with accuracy. So you eventually get to it. He's like, reports are that you have not looked good. You got cut three times. You, you the accuracy is way off. Um, and, and everything is out of sync. How do you feel about that? Like, Tell me more. <laughs> and then look the straight up. The look like Carson's I was like. He's like, well, it's just the beginning of camp. Um, but it, in his mind, he had to be thinking like, dude, what? And it's not like it was some, you know, opposing team's podcaster that oh, has no, like no, four no. followers. No. no, this was a one-on-one interview with probably like a, a, a joint partnership right, right, brand. Right. It's like you just you just slaughtered the quarterback <laughs> on your station. Your new quarterback. What? Like, come on. But, hey, that's the fans. ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. Let's take a quick phone call, and then we got to take a break. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Man, I'm so glad you brought that up because that felt like watching Norman, like, interview Michael Thomas or something like, how do you feel about being slant boy? Like, I could just see you asking him that, Norm. 
And that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, this dude must be like third cousin to Norm or something. Because that dude, and just the way he was sitting, and he kind of like rocking his chair and smile. And like Carson's like just trying to like, man, you know, I'm just worried about football, focus on football. And you know inside his Easier head, to say like, that to Carson Wentz, who's a super nice guy. Super nice dude. Yeah, that dude would not have said that to what? Michael Thomas. <laughs> nah, see, and, I, and, I, and I'll say Michael. <laughs> my interview with Michael Thomas wouldn't have no. went like that. No, Michael would. Uh, <laughs> no. He would have got up. He would. He would have. He would have gotten up and said something. Yeah, like you can't. You can't that, the amount of disrespect I was feeling just listening. I was like Carson's being a big time professional, sitting and a- answering, and went through the rest of the interview. Interview like, like Kirk Cousins, long. Carson Wentz. They're the kind of guys that could take that. You know, Baker Mayfield deserves something like that, but he would have flipped yeah, out. Yeah, he yeah. would have. He would have oh, like no, thrown yeah, a, chair. a chair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How dare you? Yeah. WWE. The reason why. The reason why. The reason why I called, though, is, to, is for both of y'all, and I think y'all both find this fu- funny and encouraging. My dad called me the other day, and he's like, man, I, I put it on ESPN 1420, and I was listening to it this a- the afternoon. He goes, and I, didn't hear the, I didn't hear those two young guys. He said that one of them's name's Norm. I like them. They're gone. He said, and then the Hello Everybody guy is gone. That's what he calls you, Scott. And he said, <laughs> he's like, you know, there's nobody left to listen to it. So the other day I got on the radio, and I heard you say, that, you know, you're Hello Everybody. You did it again for, like, the first time in a while. And I was like, it was good, but I remember back in the day when you first first started the hello I breathe before in your life. It was like forty seven seconds long. You would just like stretch it out forever and I was like, Yes, it's time to listen to sports. But I just thought y'all would get a kick out of that. My dad was like I can, I can, I can hold it for like a good I I can hold it for a good minute. I actually I haven't tried <laughs> oh, in a while. I don't know if I can do it now in my forties. We're talking about getting older. You gotta bring it back. You gotta bring it back. But yeah, I just thought y'all should both find it encouraging that he was pretty bummed out that he had to listen to national media. He was he wasn't too happy about it. But anyway, guys, I'll hang up and listen. No, 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 no front on. I'm national media now, so no, 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 no slander. Tear pops. No slander on the national media. I'm national media now. Lock it in. <laughs> Lock it in. That 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 Cowboys guy. That hello everybody guy. Like it, that yeah, tells no, you a lot funny. about, you know, somebody is, I'm not going to call him a casual listener. You know, somebody listens a few times a year when they're like in August, man, where is the, the hello, where is the Cowboys <laughs> guy and the hello, everybody guy? Like, wait, what? I want to listen to the, 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 the very beginning. And when they, <laughs> when they say Cowboys, we'll be right back. Norman Locke is in studio. It's, it's, it's going down. It's going wild. down. It's about to get it's about to get dirty. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, All right, we'll be right back. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. I'm not dragging it out. I'm not yelling it. <laughs> Save my breath. I'm going to have to talk a lot this hour with that guy sitting across from me. It is the 8 o'clock hour on the Great Scott Show. Of- Give me another guy! 
<laughs> Give me all you got Friday on the Great Scott Show. And Norman Locke is in studio. He's in town. In the flesh. Special appearance. You charge an appearance fee. Yes. Um, I, I, um, Still waiting for that breakfast to come in here. I know. What's, what's going on? What's going on? Uber Eats, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> it's, it, it'll be, it should be here. <laughs> they bring it every Friday, and I'm, you know, trying to lose a couple LBs. So I've been not eating it, and I was just going to give it to you. Man, you know what I'm excited for, Scott? What? The first Cajun home game. I'm trying my best to make it back and come September 3rd. I'm It's Labor Day weekend, you know. Hopefully I might be off work, you know, and I'm trying to come back and come see these. This this new era of Cajun football. It's, um, I think anyone that roots for you well, it's almost like an added layer of rooting interest because of who the head coach is. Yeah, correct. It's kind of like a double, like, man, with his history and what he's done here and that kinship he has. Like, I, I I think the schedule's good for them, but they're replacing a lot. I think they're going to win the West this year. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, then you're in the conference championship game. And I mean, and they're pretty sure it means a bowl game. Well, oh yeah, yeah. No, they'll 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 be. Yeah. It's funny they, that for years it was like, man, can they just get to a bowl? And then they got to a bowl four years in a row with HUD, and then the standard changed and the expectation rather. Then they went down, and then Billy got here, and then they started winning more and more games, and then they now they have the longest winning streak in the country. Correct. And I, I they're not. I don't think that on paper they are as talented as they were last year. I mean, that's just natural. I'm not right. But I don't think that means you're going to have big str- – like, I like that they open up with Southeastern. I like that Eastern Michigan's coming to Cajun Field Week 2. I really like the layout of the schedule based on what the team's going to be having this year. And I think that when I look – here's the thing. When I look at UL, LSU, and the Saints, all three of them, mm-hmm. we're talking about the, the the three teams that in football we, we talk about more than any other on this station, except when you're in, Mr. Cowboys. But oh, God, the truth is – all three of them for me, the number one question for all three of them is the offensive line. I, and I'll, I'll, I'll add a splash of the quarterback position. I mean, LSU is going to be having a new starting quarterback. Cajun's going to have a new starting quarterback. And the Saints, we don't know who's going to be the full season-long Can star. Jameis stay healthy? Stay healthy. So right. No, that's. I think what you just said is going to be the number one most covered part okay. for sure. Like, I think from a uh, most media standpoint, that's the number one storyline for all three. For me personally, it's just a, I, I think, because to me, it's not going to matter who the quarterback is if the O-lines struggle a yeah, lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I because because for the Cajuns, both quarterbacks have very skip, similar skill sets. So, you know, you want to give them some time. Uh, for LSU, Jaden Daniels, our reports are, he's... He's looking really good, but if 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 I don't care how mobile he is or isn't, if your O line's struggling, and if they can't then you don't football. have a right, then you don't have a run game, right? And and for the Saints, you know, Jameis is I I wouldn't describe him as agile. No. And he's coming off of a major injury. You've got all these your your receiving core was 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 awful last year. Probably the worst in football. It is astronomically better going into this season. But if you don't have a lot of time you're not going to be able to really utilize all parts of the field and and Jameis's arm strength, and then you're making him make these really. I I, I just 
if if the answer to the to to all three of those questions is answered with an emphatic, you know what, pretty good, then all three are going to have really good seasons. I, I I really I think it's it's not going to be the most covered aspect of each team. To your point, Norm, it's probably going to be quarterback. But to me, it's the biggest question mark for each team going in. And this is, like you said, it's just crazy, the similarities of all three. You know, head coach, quarterback, offensive line. Can all three teams run the football effectively? The defense is uh, ahead of the offense as of today. On all three teams. On all three teams. So, you know, uh, that's the state of Louisiana football. man. (laughs) I can't speak for Tulane or, 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 or ULM or anything, or La Tech, but for those three teams... New new starting quarterback for the Saints, you could say, well, it's not new. Okay, kind of. I mean, he started four games last yeah, year. It's going to be whoever whoever plays the, the entire season will be the the first quarterback to play all the games for the Saints. I think I think you got to play more than like five to to be like okay, the the the, the starters returning. Okay, you know what I mean. Like if Jameis plays like twelve, then you can say okay, he's the starter. I know we're just talking semantics, but my point is, I, I'm actually agreeing with you on it. I think. You, you can make the argument it is new because it's new coaches, starting quarterbacks, O-lines are the question mark, strong defenses. We'll see about special teams. I think the Saints special teams That's a deciding are solid. factor to, to, get some, to win some games. I, I think, yeah, time. the Saints having Will Lutz back is huge. They've, they've got really good special teams. LSU, you're replacing. You've had two kickers that have been as good as any in college football. You don't know what you have there. At UL, you have Almendarez back healthy. You've got a really good punter. So I think special teams there is pretty good. We'll see what happens in the return game and stuff. But I, I don't know enough about – we just don't know enough about LSU's kicker, but they've had some pretty good special teams. I mean, I think you could look at the defense of all three, say good. I think you can look at the special teams of two of the three and say, look, it's projected to be good. For LSU, I think – I wouldn't say it's a question mark like O-line. I think it's going to be good. Depending on what happens, a kicker will determine whether it's really good or so-so. Um, golly, man, you can look at all three of them, and you're breaking down the same thing. And we'll know what happens once the season kicks off here in a few weeks. But those are the big questions for me, and and all the other stuff. I think will just kind of fall into place. Now, this is the perfect segue to my scenario of how the Saints can win me over as a fan for don't, one season. Don't don't do don't do this. I'm t- hey, the Saints do not want you as a fan, Norm. I I'm just saying. What is happening? I'm just saying. What are you drinking, North I, Carolina? I, I I watched the Saints put out the photos um you know seeing Tyron Matthew in that Saints uniform with the St. Aug helmet and the LSU helmet it was beautiful dropped a tear. You know what I'm saying? Seeing him with his with his LSU brother Jarvis Landry, both from New Orleans, I dropped a tear. But you know who will bring me to my knees and put me in a Saints jersey? Andy Dalton winning a Super Bowl with the New Orleans Saints. I will buy a New Orleans Saints Andy Dalton jersey and become a Saints fan if the Saints win a Super Bowl with Andy Dalton as the starting quarterback. He just has to start in that game? Yes. Okay. All right. He has to start in the game and win the Super Bowl for the Saints. And I'm rolling with Andy Dalton. I knew you were going somewhere with that. I'm rolling with Andy Dalton. That would be the funniest thing ever. And and I'm pushing for it. I'm pushing for it, Scott, because from what I've been seeing, what I've been reading in camp, Mm -hmm. is that Andy Dalton has a better rapport with the wide receivers and with the offense. So I'm just saying, if the the Red Rocket is is controlling Bourbon Street, Mm -hmm. I'm on Bourbon Street. Sure. Sure, you've been reading that, huh? 
been reading it. He's got full command. He's got it going. I'm just saying that that the seven-yard slants in the end zone of Michael Thomas is making waves. Michael Thomas feels like he's back after two years of nothing. Uh, why? Why do you think that? Because he's healthy and he's practicing. Yeah, you know, no, I agree with that. And that's the biggest thing. He's that's, practicing. That's, I mean, he's that's, practicing. That's the only thing. Well, are you? Are you really? You know, don't let the. Are you really just letting the the confusion, the mystics of the camp tweeters get to you? Because no, I looked at some no. of those videos and I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, Michael Thomas went four for four against Adebo, and I'm looking at the routes. I'm like. It's a five-yard goal line route. Michael Thomas is supposed to win 10 out of 10 times against any quarterback. If Michael Thomas is healthy, he's going to have a great year. He's going to have a great year. I agree. He's going to have a great year. And right now, he's healthy for the first time in two years. You just said you agree. I agree. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. I agree. See? See, you think he's going to have a great year if he's healthy. I do. I do. All right. I do. Because I I, I didn't like, uh, you know, like some of the – National reports, uh, you know, saying, talking down on Michael Thomas and his care. year if he's healthy. I don't care. Yeah. Versus uh, um, DK Metcalf. That was the, the the conversation. I was like, wait, I don't know who's throwing the ball to DK Metcalf. So I'll take a you know one leg Michael Thomas over whoever's throwing the ball to DK Metcalf. Drew Locke or Geno Smith. Michael Thomas with one leg. Michael <laughs> Thomas caught a bunch of passes from Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. Yeah, so I'm, I'm taking that, you know. Like, um, that was that was the – that's actually, to me, maybe the most impressive thing about Michael Thomas through 2019, not the, you know, was that whenever Drew Brees wasn't in there, he was still putting up big numbers for an offense that wasn't doing much, and it was with Bridgewater. And then in 2020, the little bit he did play, Taysom Hill was a starter, and he was putting up good numbers, and it was like – yeah, maybe it's maybe it ain't just Drew Brees, guys. Now, I, I know you're not into f- fantasy, but you know it could correlate know, to real like, stats. I like Lord of the Rings a lot. <laughs> if what would a, a fully healthy season total for Michael Thomas look like with the shareholder of you got Chris, you got Hill, eighty-eight receptions, okay, something like that. How many yards? A little over a thousand. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. He ain't, he ain't going 149 or anything like okay. that. Okay. Okay. Because it's not Drew Brees and got questions about the O line and you've got other receivers now. Okay. You do. I mean, it was, it ain't 50 year old Ted Ginn next right, to you. Right. So, so 80 catches. When Traquan Tra- is fifth on the depth chart where he should be <laughs> instead of second. <laughs> Um, no, I do. I think Alave and, 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 and Jarvis Landry, I mean, you gotta, you gotta spread the wealth a little bit when you have other players that are capable and I don't know. I mean, the 149, that'll never, no, no, that'll never, so that'll you say never happen again. Eighties and catches. I would but, say, I would say, I would say somewhere between 88 and 92 receptions and somewhere between a thousand and 1100. That's where I think that's, I think that's. What I would expect this year if he if he plays seventeen games. That's a twenty million dollar receiver. If you're winning a bunch of games, sure. Okay. Sure. Just checking the temperature. If 
Just he checking went, the temp. He went in the last few t- years because he wasn't available. Got to get that back pay off him. That's why I'm just no. just trying to see where everybody, you know, yeah. their expectations on the winning, season. Winning you know a bunch of games. You can't have every player on the Saints that's good have, you know, a thousand buku numbers. Right. I mean, I don't <laughs> think Jarvis Landry or Chris Olave is going to have Oh, no. See, and that's the... You know. That's the one no, person nobody can sell. If me anybody, on. if anyone has over a thousand yards receiving this year, it's it's going to be Michael Thomas. And, I, and I, you know, the snake all salesman out there trying to sell me Jarvis Landry. You know, having over five hundred yards this year, he might have over five hundred. He might have over five hundred. I don't know, Scott. Them hammies, some bad hammies. What if he plays seventeen games? What? Let me tell. What if he plays fourteen games? Yeah. Yeah. If we play fourteen, if yeah. we play fourteen, yeah. so it's right. more of it's more of a health thing for you right now. Yeah, it's a health. How thing. How about him getting booted from practice for getting into it with? No, I love y'all offensive with the, line. With the Packer, <laughs> big nasty. Trevor I love Penny. him. Oh man, every time I see tweets about him getting kicked out of him being a dirty player, I was like, I, I put him on my team. Saints fans aren't going to love him until he learns to pass block. Then they'll love him. <laughs> then they'll love him. He can't get it all. <laughs> yeah, geez, you might have to because you might have to start week Can't one. It all, you know, I, I like his tenacity though. I like, I like it, bro. I just like you know, at, after the whistle blown, he's still throwing people on the ground. That's my type of offensive lineman. We're gonna take a quick timeout when we come back. Alternative theories about Tom Brady. Yes. Don't go anywhere. It's ESPN <laughs> Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Hey, this is Rich Eisen, and you can hear me every day on ESPN Lafayette from noon to 3 on The Rich Eisen Show. While the team's giving all they got against the opponent, he's giving all he's got on the airwaves. Give me all you got! Give me all you got! It's The Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Phone lines are open, 337-269-1077. Norman Locke is here in studio. We're having fun. Turning this thing up. All right, let's head to the phone lines as we hop back onto the airwaves. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Well, good morning. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. So what, what, where, where you been? Where you been hiding out at, cuz? It's me, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers through a party. You finished the joke. They went and did psychedelics <laughs> down in Brazil somewhere, and Tom probably got platelet. Avocado hologenics. <laughs> Avocado Holiday yeah. Inn. No, seriously. What, I mean, where, where, where you I, been? I mean, did I'm you in Charlotte. the state or what? Yes, I left the state. I'm in Charlotte, in North Carolina. So Blue you're devil. still in Charlotte and you just visited? Yeah, I'm just visiting. I'm national now. National. Hello. Yeah. Oh, so well, how's all of that cowboy talk going over going over over there? Oh, it's you know it's great. You know you got to mention the Cowboys every you know every 13 minutes. You know it's like that's just ESPN <laughs> rules. One yeah, on every one. 13 minutes. Every 13 sure. minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're loving it over there. Yeah, I've actually I saw the breakdown. It's literally like they break it down to us like. NFL football. If it says Cowboys, they look at the next thirty seconds, and you'll see like a, a yeah. spike in rating. I've seen it; it's crazy. Yeah. Cowboys. Okay. Well, look. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, look. Before we waste too much. Before we waste too much of that spike time over here, 
I just I, what you doing back over here? You just coming over here to try to get on the bandwagon because you know we're going to the Super Bowl this year? Yes, with Andy Dalton. That's what I thought. That's, that's <laughs> what I figured. You know that, Kyle. I already gave you the synopsis. If Andy Dalton's the starting quarterback, I'm going to buy the jersey, I'm going to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm a Saints fan. It's that easy. Make it happen. Oh, you got to be. You got to be kidding. Make it happen. I'm coming home just for Make you, Kyle. Happened. Andy Dalton, the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. In 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 the Super Bowl game. In the Super Bowl. Yeah, he has, to, he, has to, he has to play in the Super Bowl. He no, you just said it, if I he mean, started in a game and they won, you would. You, in the Super Bowl. Just, yeah. Semantics. Just want to make sure we're getting it all clear. He has to win. He has to win. All right. If something happens to Jameis, mm-hmm. then it'll be Andy. But mm-hmm. right now, I think it's Jameis. Unless you know Jameis can't answer the bell, but we got we we, we in good shape. You see, we're double wrapped. Ooh. <laughs> you see, when you double wrap, you ain't worried about it. What you double wrapping? We double wrapped in five offensive linemen that can actually play in the NFL. They're gonna be all, gonna be a probably gonna be three of them be all pros this year. So we got we he so we got the like offensive you know. line. Yeah, we got the defensive line. We got the linebacking core. We got okay. the DBs. We got the running backs, and we got the wide receivers. Cow. And oh. we got Kangard Mike. Hey, you ever hear this dude named Kangard Mike? I heard him. I heard about him. You guys, I love when you two delusional guys start going back and forth, man. He just riled up. Ain't nothing delusional about. They ain't nothing delusional about can't guard Mike. Three, no, no, no. Three all. You think the Saints gonna have three all pros on the O line this year? Let me tell you who's going to be. Let me tell you who I think has a chance to be an all-pro. No, no, no. I don't want to hear has a chance. I I want, I want, you're Kyle. You're Kyle Brister. I want guaranteed bowl predictions like Norm does, I want, which I always fails. I'll tell you I'll tell you, guys going to have his greatest year, and I've been a hater of him until now. Oh. But I went back. Well, I watched his film. I'm going to tell you, it's a small sample size. Taysom. But, boy, do I like what I see. I and that's Andres Pete. Andres Keaton going to be good. I can't believe I'm even saying that. And then, of course, we got a future Hall of Famer that we drafted. That boy is that boy is going to whoop, whoop some butts. Okay. You, you, you might, you might have three pro bowlers, three all pros. I don't know. I don't know. Do what? You might have three pro bowlers, but I don't know about three AP all pros on the old yeah, line. Well, no, I mean, no. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to all get all pro. That's what I you mean, said. You know, I'm just, tough, I just want to, you know. That's a tough field to climb. You and Norm I mean, say big perform, things, and I try to hold y'all to it. They're going to perform at an all pro level. They're going to perform at an all pro level. I can't help what the what the voters and the writers do. <laughs> I mean, we got, we've been having the best middle linebacker on our team for the last five years. Well, Kyle, they gave and him the highest overall on Madden. For the middle linebacker, they uh-huh. showed him love on Madden. No, what else you want? He's actually been an APL pro in the last couple of years. Well, no, I'm just saying he's getting his. He's just doing. He's a ninety something on Madden. Football. I know, but now we're just going back and forth. Now you're just crossing a lot of wires. Are right, you two each make one bold prediction, and then we're going to bid Kyle a do. Norm, give Kyle something that you're guaranteeing this. Oh, year. I got several bold predictions. To I make. Just, I'm going to tell you where Sean Payton's going to be coaching next. Okay. How about that? Okay, where? Kansas City. Oh, that's a bold prediction. All right. All right. right, all right, right. Okay. All right, all right. Norm, now you go. Kyle, that Kyle is going to flip-flop on the Saints winning it all by week 10. Okay. 
I mean, that's not really. I mean, that uh, week that, ten. No, the Saints. Are, no, he's not going to flip. He's not going to flip. He's going to flip flop. He's going to flip flop. He's going to flip flop. He's going to be ready to call everybody. What do you mean? It's going to be hard to flip flop when they ten and zero. See, and, and when, when when they five and five, he's going to flip flop. And that's not bad for the Saints at 10 and 10. At there ain't going to be no 5 and 5. The Saints ain't going to be no 5 and 5, son. No, they're going to be better they than 5 and 5, but they're not going to be 10 and 0 either. They went better than 5. All right, all right, you two. They Tell each other you miss each other. Tell each other you miss each other. Tell them, Norm, you miss Kyle. And th- you going to make me? Yeah, tell them. Miss you, Kyle. All right. <laughs> oh, you know, he, he, he knows he ain't got no competition over there in Carolina like you got down here. He 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 has to stretch his brain too hard when he when it was down here. That's how Kyle. Did you Kyle? Did you call Billy's show a few weeks ago and say something about you know Thomas practicing at training camp and making love with someone's wife or something like that? I didn't talk. No, I ain't talk about nobody making love with someone's wife. Oh. No, 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 no. Yeah, wait, no. No, don't don't, misconstrue. I'm just looking for clarity. I'm just looking for clarity. No, I I don't know. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I heard it secondhand, so tell me what you said. said, I said. I just said watching Michael Thomas play receiver. It's a surefire cure for ED if you're a Saints fan. I got you. Okay. <laughs> It'll make you come out hawking. Right. It'll make you come out hawking. You'll help. God, all right. That's enough. Good Lord. I had to I hang need, up there. I need that sound clip. No. I need that sound no. clip. No. <laughs> I don't even. Oh, my God. We'll be right back. This is the one place where you can really let the referees know exactly how you feel. This is NFL, which stands for not for long when you make them calls. ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. This is the one place where you can really let the referees know exactly how you feel. This is NFL, which stands for not for long when you make them calls. ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Kyle, go bless you. I had to go. I threw up during the break. One of the... Kyle's a goat. One of... Oh, <coughs> God, I He's can't believe what just happened. It's the Saints fans, man. I just... I that, fits oh, no, 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 no. that fits the demo. That fits the demo. If that fits the demo. Don't do not do that. If you had to ask a national media person to just... It's a surefire cure for ED if you're a Saints fan. I got you. Okay. <laughs> It'll make you come out hawking. Right. It'll make you come out hawking. Right. You'll help. Ah! Ah! God, all right. That's enough. Good Lord. <laughs> what was them? See, y'all, and them yells. What? That's a natural Scott. That's a natural the, yell. He he do that on the, uh, often. Oh. He do that often. <coughs> oh God. Mm mm. You have no problem with it. You're over there eating a biscuit. Yeah, I got no problem with it. I got no problem with it. God. Because that's Kyle. That's Kyle. You know what I'm saying? You know, like. Uh, you, shout out, I got B- Billy what, Rickman. What, you know, what, you we just be like that's that's Billy. Yeah. That's Kyle. <laughs> Thank you. That's not, that's not, that's, that's a, there is only one demo that fits Kyle and it's Kyle. It's It's a single, it's it's a single person demo. It's Kyle. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I understand. 337-269-1077. That's what Saints fans. The demo. Fits the demo. Just don't. Kyle's the guy that, that you find on Bourbon Street before the Saints game and you interview him. That's the guy. He's the guy. That's the person. You put him on YouTube. Let him go crazy. It's it. 
<coughs> God, let's head back to the phone lines. Uh, welcome <laughs> into the great Scott show. Hello. Man, I, I blame Norm for this behavior. He usually doesn't act this way, man. You know what I'm saying? How you Norm, blame me for the behavior? <laughs> so I'm the, I'm the problem child. I blame you. You know what I mean? Like, he, Kyle's usually level-headed, man. You know, you know he makes... Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just say Kyle is usually level-headed? He's starting off wrong. To me, like in my work. <laughs> okay. My work. Okay. Like, All right. To me, to me, he's a great caller, man. Of course, me. Oh and no, no, no. I, I, you know, it's 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 a give and take. Sometimes they're legendary. Other times they're like, you know, going to the dentist. But um, I, 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 that's different than saying usually level head. No, but it, you know what? But one time he said this, but and he disagreed with me. He said, "Oh, I made that up." But I remember him saying that Dan Arnold was going to be a Pro Bowler. He said, "No, he didn't." I mean, say dude, that. he said Caesar Ruiz I mean, was going to be a better lineman than <laughs> Willie Rove. I mean, he's. <laughs> He said lots of things. He said a lot of things. Yeah. He, said, he was a Taysom Hill supporter, too. I don't know. No, I mean, he's, he's, it's Kyle. It's Kyle. You know. But he did pick the Bengals to be good. I'm not claiming he, he whiffs on all of them. I, look, he, he, if, he was a, if he was a batter, he would lead the home run. He would lead the league in home runs and, well, he'd be like, he'd be like 12th in the league in home runs in, in first in strikeouts. First in strikeouts? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say first in home run, but he'd be like 12. He'd have a lot of home runs. Okay. okay. But he would be, he'd lead so the league in strikeouts by what? far. Oh, Two I don't ten? know. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I mean but he's, hey, you know funny? Put it in football funny. terms. <laughs> Put sorry. it in football terms. Oh my God, y'all. All right. Sorry, Jay, go ahead. No, you know what used to be funny to me? Um... What, what, what was funny to me back in the day when callers <laughs> would call in and just start like making wisecrackers against, uh, wisecracks against them, just out of the blue, not not so much for his take, just because he just called and they just coming at him like whoa, like man, it's just really wilding up people. But um, I blame Norm, man. I blame Norm for his behavior. Norm stir, Norm but, stirs the pot. Yeah, I just try to be a realist, but you know, really. But, but what's in that pot, though? There's a, hey, some gumbo there. Yeah, some got huh? some got gumbo some, that he makes with got some gumbo, got some crab legs and weird the, white manure. roux or something. <laughs> manure, that's what's in that pot. All right, there it is. That's what that's all. That's real, man. There it is. Blaming me for Kyle's <laughs> actions because Kyle got ED. Well, I'm not saying his. <laughs> <laughs> blaming me, blaming me, blaming Norm. That ain't my fault. <laughs> I mean, Michael Thomas yeah, can but- cure it. He needs to go out to Saints camp and just no, have him sign up. No, he don't need to yeah. go out there. When the there. time is right, Mike, catch this or. hook route, <laughs> and I'll hook. All right. See, why are y'all doing this or, to me? Jeez. Or, hey, hold up. He can, you know, get some investors uh, together and build a hotel across the street from the Saints uh, training campsite. You know, while watching Michael Thomas and just have the one-hour rooms, you know, for couples. Yeah, we're not talking about a classy hotel. You just go, you you watch. I mean, you go down Airline Drive where the Saints and Pelicans facility is. It's it's not exactly the most glamorous part of the city. There's like a DMV. Yeah, you could could probably get away with setting up, you know, a uh, an hourly pay motel somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, you could. It's all right. Kyle's a visionary, man. He's a visionary. But, But you know what, though, man, I like, I like. Taking three ten and going down sixty one airline to get into New Orleans. I, I like taking that route. Okay. I don't know what it is. I like going through airlines. Like just mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Only time, I'm going to see Kyle. Only time I go there is when it's to the airport or to the facility for media that's day. It, that's, that's about it. it. Sometimes I go there route to get to Harahan, you know. Yeah, and then watch. And then you're going to pull up one day, boom, Michael Thomas, and then you're going to see Kyle. Then you got to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, those visions don't exist in my world. But, look, you have a good one, and uh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Get off on the exit before where you come out in Kenner, not by the airport if you want to get to Harahan. Come out kind of by by the levee. That's quicker. Trust me, my grandmother used to live in Arahan. I had to live with her twice when I was working three jobs. and I know that area. See, I'm a gentilly baby. I don't go that far. Play receiver is a surefire cure for ED if you're a Saints fan. I got you. Okay. <laughs> It'll make you come out hawking. Right. It'll make you come out hawking. Right. You'll help. Ah! Ah! Oh, God, all right. That's enough. <laughs> Let's head back to the phone lines. I think we got top on line two. Good morning. Good morning, Scott. Uh, Norm, I'm glad to see you in today with Scott. You didn't see me, but uh, you hear me. I got to see you too, though. Well, obviously y'all can see something because y'all, y- y'all keep playing that sound bite. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, y'all done messed up. You ain't got to worry about a cure for ED. Let Kyle keep yelling that out, and that's a cure for birth control. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. It, it really is. It really is. The, the irony of him talking about it is that it it, it – the opposite happens. Yeah. I really am like my stomach is ugh, it's just turning. Yeah, see, but now- it, it, look, opposites are important right now because Scott keeps talking about being on the bright side, looking on the bright side of things. Norm, you got to bring that dude back to cloud, back to earth. Because thank you, his Mets suck. His Mets suck, That's and they're about true. to go down just because they lost two or three to the Braves. Who, by the way, the Mets still lead yes. the the, the season long series, and Brad's over here talking trash like he's hold on. Hold up, Slick. You didn't lose two or three. You lost three or four. Ooh. And your go-to. You have two go-tos. What are they? Scherzer and DeGrom. Who lost yesterday? Oh, that would be DeGrom. Yeah, get them. Yeah, that's okay, though, Scott. That's not, that's not, that's not uncommon. That's not uncommon. <laughs> your go-to is throw your closer for two innings. Let me know how that goes in the postseason. Yeah. Woo! Norm has no idea what you're talking about. No. <laughs> That's okay. Norm Norm hey, finally gets to work in the area and cheer for a good quarterback. He has Baker Mayfield. You don't have to worry about Dak Prescott. I don't so think you stop. I don't think he'll be, be rooting it. for Baker. You stop it. No. I'm a, Come I'm on, a blue, man. I'm a Blue Devil and a Canes fan. Wait. Every other sport up there, I can't deal with. Blue Devil. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Baker that, that, that Mayfield will be selling Baker Mayfield jerseys everywhere. He's your new franchise quarterback and shot it. I ain't no choice. Them Panthers fans know better than talk to me. Norm, please don't play that clip again. Just don't play that clip again. No, I need to hear it. Don't play it. I need to hear it. Don't play it. Make Kyle yellow. Brad, Brad, <laughs> you, you, like, listen. Uh, so, yes, as a Mets fan, on one hand, there's, there's, there's two parts of it okay. this year. On one hand, they're good, and that's a good thing. And on the other, they're the Mets. So there's always this trepidation of, man, this is really fun at times, but I'm really worried all the time. And you know what? That's I'll actually take that as opposed to, you know, they just suck this year. My White Sox aren't doing well. Either. Oh, no, look, you have a shot. The White Sox. You, you, a Cowboys go, fan. you, you always think you have a shot. Yeah, my White Sox aren't doing A shot. Know, I'll, I'll tell you what I saw. I I'll tell shot. you what I saw this weekend with, with the Mets. I, I, I don't, A, I don't understand why they haven't signed some of their young players. That's the best thing the Braves are doing. The Braves are locking everybody up on the cheap. They're locked up through the end of the decade. But here's, what I don't, uh, here's the only thing that worries me. 
you know how postseason goes where you're pulling and mixing and matching. When the game's on the line, that dude's bringing his closer in in the eighth to throw two innings. That tells me he doesn't have faith in a, a true setup man. Well, what's going to happen? Come post, you'll get the postseason, but what's going to happen once you get the postseason? You got to play six games in you know six days, kind of thing. You know. Yep. That's the only downside. The, 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 the Braves are probably going to lose to the Dodgers anyway. So. Yeah, you got to try and avoid them. You know what the messed up part? We talked Major League Baseball. You know who nobody? A team that's finally winning that hadn't won in half a decade that nobody's paying attention to is the Phillies. I hate the Phillies. They have the best record outside of the division leaders in the Braves. I hate the Phillies. They're, they're like 15 games over 500. I hate the Phillies. Yet no one talks about them. Hate them. Hate them. Go Sox. And he's gone. White Sox. You had, <laughs> had Tony La Russa. There was a fan in the stands telling him what to, who to put in as a pinch runner, and then he did it. You just go to a game and be like, hey, Tony, I'm a fan. I'm paying your bills here. <laughs> All that drinking you're doing, I'm helping pay for that. So put this guy in for me. And he might, he just might do it. See, I, I, you know, you know how much I, I love baseball, but I didn't know, I didn't pay attention enough to know that you was a Mets fan. I'm gonna get you your first phone call. I got a Mets phone call just for you. Thank you. Give it to. Got me. a Mets phone call. Is it? Is it? What? It, all right. No, I'm not gonna tell you what it is. But this is, this is a great. Are you a great setting one. me up for a joke? Here? No, no. I'm so I'm okay. super serious. All I have right. a Mets phone call. I just never. I just like you know. All right. That one. For I'll you. take it. I'll take it. Brad, uh, you, you got cut off there. Well, you were just talking about the yeah, Phillies for some reason. Actually, I wanted to ask Norm. Has, has Norm, you made it out to a Charlotte Knights game yet? No, I haven't made it to a Charlotte Knights game, but I did go to a um, a Bulls game. The Durham Bulls? The Durham Bulls. And they got their butts nice. whooped by the, the man, it was like a shrimp team. Uh, the, the jumbo shrimp. The jumbo shrimp. Really? Yeah, nah, they got their yeah, butt. I think that's the only one. Man, they got their butt whooped by the jumbo shrimp. And I was like, this is my first minor league baseball game in, in you know, Raleigh and Durham and Durham. And y'all get whooped by the jumbo shrimp? They was missing pot flies, Brad. I, I can catch a pot fly. Ooh. Well, that's the thing. Listen, Brad. You're that's where you go back to the Tony Robo Show fillers. But you know what's fun about Triple A Norm? If you just read a little bit, like go to MILB, you don't watch the baseball team. You watch certain players that are going to be the future. Okay. Um, I was watching that. And, yeah. Well, and I don't think he's going to be there because I think he's going to be on the West Coast only. But Hogan Harris, one of our old pitchers, he's, got, he's been dealing. He's called up to Triple A and he's doing really well. I mean, he's doing really well. Um, and he may have a shot in September. Okay. Just hearing some things that have been said on podcasts and stuff from their GM, you may actually have a shot to make it all the way up. But, no, man, if you get a chance to go out there, the funnest part about those is look for the um, all the different nights. Like, what night is this? What night is that? Yeah. All the different bonuses. Uh, dude, look, Tony Robichaud told me all the time. He spent all his time looking at uh, summer league ballparks just to, just to learn about them. And, heck, one of the best ones I saw ESPN special is in that neck of the wood in Savannah. The Savannah Banana Slugs. <laughs> okay, it's crazy. It's one of the most profitable minor league franchises in all of baseball. And it's just some random dude that just started going out there in a, uh, uh, a yellow tuxedo and promoting stuff and acting crazy. Him and his wife bought the team and ran it as a young couple because it was, wasn't worth anything. 
and now they're millionaires. But it's the you'll have fun. Go out there, dude. There'll be nickel beer nights. There'll be all kind of crazy. Yeah, promotions. I did. I did enjoy myself at the game. I forgot what the promotion was for the game, but it did. It was a promote. It was, was that, a promotion. Was it hawk night. Right. It was- God, all right. That's enough. <laughs> That's going to be a classic. That's as long classic. as it ain't blue pill night, we good. <laughs> oh, Michael Thomas isn't in the stands. We got to talk. I need, I, is it the blue pill in the Matrix that helps you forget stuff? <laughs> but oh, man, I, had, I, I had a great that, time. That you forget Kyle's statement. But yeah. I'm going to say you got to get hockey. God, that said Peyton Turner was a flop and he watched all the film on him. And now all of a sudden it sounds like Peyton Turner, if he gets on the field, is going to be pretty damn good. But so oh, I, I don't know yeah, if the blue pill is a better refrain or not. Uh, I've, I've seen him in real life and we'll he doesn't see. scare me. We'll see. We'll see. Don't scare me. We'll see. Thanks, be Brad. Good, but, all right, buddy. Y'all have a good <laughs> Thank day. Thank you. I'm, I'm hesitant to have Kyle back on because I'm, I'm, oh, he's going for 40. No, I'm worried. He's going for 40. If I take this phone call, Kyle about to drop 40. I'm really worried about what we're going to hear. What? So I'm going to warn the audience. What did we hear the last phone call? Right. You will. God, all right. I'm worried. I'm worried about what we might expose the listeners to. I'm worried. I mean, I, this is a heavy responsibility I'm carrying right now because ultimately I have to make this decision. As the GM of the Gray Scott Show. All right. Let's go to the phone lines. Kyle is on line two. Oh, here we go. Hello. Uh, before I even get started with what I, my main point, I just want to say, A2 Topham, you, you going you gonna to go along and stab me in the back with these other guys? I knew I had a stabbing coming from them. But to hear Brad call up and help, you know, right along with y'all, just try to bludgeon me to death because I was. Ah, God, all right. Brad, okay, now to my main topic. Let me tell you something. What do you expect ah, a man God, to I'm... have? But what do you expect a man to have? But Ed, if you got to watch Traquan Smith as one of your top two receivers for the last two years, but uh, that that that's going to get rid of part of my problem right there. When they cut him, that's going to poop. Here we go. You're going to see it, 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 the, the level's going to rise to at least 45 degrees right there. But let Michael Thomas catch five passes in a game. If the house is rocking, don't come a-knocking. That's all I'm going to tell you. Michael Thomas catches his first five-pass game. Oh, you're going to be – you're going to be – Oh. oh, I'm glad it, glad it, it wasn't me. I'm glad it, ended. it wasn't I'm me. Glad either. It ended. Oh man, it was. I was so scared. God, I, I didn't know what he was about to say. If Michael Thomas catches his first five passes, he's going to. I'm scared for the fans or anybody that's going to be around him. He just kept screaming 45 degree angles. And uh, I don't know. I think listen. we should. I don't, maybe we should call the police. Scott, if Michael Thomas catch five passes in this first game back, right. that's what we gonna hear. That's what we gonna hear. As soon as he catches the fifth pass, we gonna hear. Him. <laughs> oh God, dude, what? We gotta stop playing it. I don't. I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm gonna say this. this. I don't want to hear it. Cow, cow, no, 
That's what that's what we don't do, Kyle. I mean, I've had to I've had to cut Kyle off plenty of times in the last seventeen years, but never because of what did he say, hawking or haw- I don't know what type of noise that was, but I you know I, I can tell he has practice. Right. Hawking, you will hawk. God, all right, that's it. He's practiced that noise, or maybe he doesn't practice that noise enough. <laughs> I mean, does. Like, do they have like a, a a thirteen jersey they break out? I mean, you know, is Thomas <sighs> on the back? Uh, Kyle, you know what? We got it. Was do, do we have a round of applause button? No, Kyle. You know what? You 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 kicking my weekend off. Oh you know what I'm saying, God. Kyle? I just want to let you know. This was uh... yesterday. I was out. You know, I lucked upon finding a. A rare Funko Pop. Y'all know I like collecting my Funkos. I got me a Funko yesterday, a Supersonic. You know what I'm saying? It glows in the dark. And, and Kyle, that was yesterday. And Kyle, you started my Friday off morning. Really, really beautiful. Kyle. Where's Tom Brady? He's on vacation, man. I, I'm just I'm just seeing yeah. Brett Favre saga. <laughs> God, all right. <laughs> Tom Brady's on vacation. Avocado. Avocado island with tequila. Okay. And his wife. She's a supermodel. I'll be there too. I would be. You know, if I was Tom Brady, respectfully. I'll be like Kyle. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I, I just I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I, I do as well. Scott, I'm sorry. No, and I apologize. I'm sorry. I Lynn I I broke Lynn's show earlier this morning. Kyle came on here with his grunts. I'm uh, Scott, I'm not coming back. I'm sorry. I that was just uh I, I don't even know what to say, y'all. I blame myself. I'll see y'all Monday. It's national media. Saints pregame tonight, 5 o'clock. Catch the preseason game right here at 7. Good to see you, Norm. Good to see you, Scott. This is ESPN One Live. more time Fayette, for the road. The best ticket in sports. Okay. All right. Yo, well. ah! Ah! God, all right. That's enough. <laughs>